to the Yara Jets podcast, where you come back from one week off and suddenly gain about 10 players. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we play our football and record this podcast. For all of us today, that is the lands of the Rundry people. Sovereignty was never ceded, and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So my name is Taryn. I am a little bit sick at the moment, as you can hear from my voice, but hopefully you can forgive me. Joining me as always, Fiona Dutchie Holland. Dutchie, hello. Hello. Sporting new glasses, Dutchie. You're looking very fashionable today. I'm trying to be. (laughs) Thought I'd give them a whirl on the pod, but no one else can see them. Well, everyone will just have to imagine how fashionable you look right now. It's like the hair. You know, you get new <laughs> hair, you come on the podcast, you get new glasses, you come on the podcast. <laughs> it's not really like that. You're <laughs> creating this persona that <laughs> people now ask me questions outside of the pod. What was your hair like? <laughs> now they're going to say, what were the glasses like? <laughs> they were great. They were great, everyone. Joining us today from State Three, we have Ella. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is your first time on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, all of those good things. Um, I'm Ella. Ruby was on a couple of weeks ago. I am her identical twin. Um, I am in second year uni. I play in the middle. I play with Nia and T generally in defensive midfielder. Um, See, you say that you're identical twins with Ruby, which is correct. However, the thing that I really appreciate about you and Ruby is that you do have different hair. So uh, Luce and Gwyn, take note. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a relatively recent thing, to be honest. Um, Before, when we were kids, it used to be a freckle that could tell us apart. And that was really helpful for the multitude of adults who were very grumpy about the fact that we looked identical because DNA and stuff. Um, (laughs) And then we outgrew that and then it it became so much worse just for everybody involved. Um, (laughs) You're like, bring back the freckle. Bring bring back back the freckle, honestly. (laughs) Honestly, it's disappeared. I don't know where it went. Did the freckle really disappear? (laughs) Well, it didn't disappear. It just faded a bunch. It used to be, like, very prominent, and it isn't And who had the freckle? Ruby. Ruby Um, did, okay. It's under the cat claw scar on her right cheek. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 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 You're welcome for the in-depth response to that one. Uh, But Ruby's choice of hair was not explicitly to tell us apart. It was a happy little accident that she now has significantly less hair than me and it's significantly easier for us to be distinguished between (laughs) (laughs) joining us also on the podcast for the second time because i do believe that this person made an appearance last season it is state two's heather hello hi tell us a little bit about yourself as well people have probably forgotten who you are you know uh you've been the butt of a lot of jokes given your accent people might be able to figure out why (laughs) <laughs> who who are you how long have you been at the Jets well thank you for having me back first of all um I am the one of the center backs for state two um along with Lons uh and lately a rotating cast of other players can't even keep them all straight um but I've been with the Jets for three years uh I was with Fitzroy City before that I can't quite remember how long I was there for, but um, maybe been playing soccer around Melbourne for, yeah, probably like the past seven or eight years, I guess. Um, Yes. Okay. So my accent, I'm from the US and uh, apparently that gives Taryn license to just 
bag me out every single podcast. Um, <laughs> I've been listening. I've been remembering everything. And I will just be, you know, letting you know when the U.S. comes out on top in this World Cup. I'll, you know, I, I won't even really need to say anything. I could just give you a look and feel satisfied <laughs> with that. So, yes. We're all just hoping it won't happen. <laughs> Hoping so hard, so hard. I will be cheering very loudly. I'm sorry to say. I'm actually not sorry to say. I'm very, I'm very proud of my team. Um, you know, I, I do get that they can be annoying because they win all the time. But um, as, as a young girl, now I'm going to get a bit sentimental, Terry. Look what you made me do. As a young girl who grew up in the U.S. playing soccer, it was awesome to see our team do so well. And it was, um, you know, it's something that I look back really fondly on and have great memories of going to professional women's games as a kid. And I don't think I realized until I was much older that that's, you know, really special and not everyone got to see that. So, um, you know, for that reason, <laughs> you can just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of those foundational memories might be a uh, part of my trivia question later this podcast. So keep an ear out for that. Perfect. Hmm. <laughs> touch, she's plotting. thinking about this now. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump straight into the recaps of the games this weekend. Say three played at home against Monash City Villarreal. Maria's team. Shout out to Maria. Ella. Talk us through the game. Um, the vibe was set in the club rooms. I feel. Um, we started playing music, and their music was much louder than ours. And frankly, a better <laughs> playlist. Sam, <laughs> I love you, my darling, my dear. The selection of music was just out of this world. It was beautiful. You know, I believe that their soccer playing was just beautiful that day and they deserve to win that game can I go back however, to the loudness of the music though however it was quite loud it was so very, loud I could hear it loud I could hear it in the car park and you know when you're like camping or at the beach and someone else plays loud music you think oh how rude how arrogant because you assume that we want to listen to your music as well and you should be more respectful for pe of people around you and I was kind of like, well, is this them just showing their arrogance? And yes, it was a good playlist, but there were still people trying to play soccer and there's this music blaring. I thought it was too loud, just to comment. Yeah, I was potentially alone on the sentiment that the playlist was good, outweighed the overwhelming loudness of the music. Um, yeah. I think Rocket was not too happy about it either. Or Poopy. I can go through the whole list of people and list probably who the, probably the older one. It was aren't like so the old the yeah. whole team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the whole team. Um it is a part of their oh, ritual though, so I'll give them that. Um and it's probably a culture difference just because the, most of their team is younger than ours. Um and the way that they train and the way that they warmed up was all getting pumped up and hyped to the music, um, which, yeah, is very different from ours, <laughs> which is all about getting, you know, locked in, very ready for the game, very focused, um, which we did not do particularly well that day. Um, but probably because we were distracted by the music and we're all yeah, singing along. Is probably, probably part of it. I was very guilty of slightly losing my mind because they played Call Me Baby and I was very excited. Um, we lost 9-0, which is not a great score, to be fair. Not a great score. Um, but I really enjoy playing this defensive side because I think that we play very smart and I think that um, even the improvement over the last couple of months is really incredible to see from Claudia's goalkeeping which is obviously spectacular improved a lot over the last little bit and is just saving our ass so many times um to the 
way that we've been marking players, which we went through multiple times in training for the multiple people who did not turn off to training and then had to be taught over the course of like three weeks. Um, uh, but I think that we implemented that stuff well. It was frustrating to lose that badly um, and not have played the worst game that we've ever played by a long shot, I think. And even in the back line, I think you guys have come so far in like the defensive formation and I know that everybody's switching around positions a lot uh playing with new people I know the left and right backs have changed since last year but it's really it's really awesome to see people adapting and the improvement over the last couple of weeks and we did concede less goals than last time we played them so there is improvement happening you know we're getting there we had some shots on goal as well, Ella. Tell us tell us about that. Yes. Ooh, Keely is so talented. Keely is so cool and so talented. And she hit the most gorgeous, like, stall um, because we just cleared it from defensively and nobody was up with her yet. And she stalled. She stopped for a moment and she held off the two uh, centre backs on their team. Um, their defensive side was not that good. Uh, and she just zoomed past them. She just got support from T and I think Mars or one of the wingers and she just ran circles around them, which culminated in the shot on goal, which did unfortunately go to the keeper, but it was also with the laces and it was with everything that we've been working on and it had power in it and it was it was a really nice shot on goal and it made me very happy, um, even if it did go in. It was really nice. Um we also had a shot on goal, which was a was it a penalty? It wasn't a penalty. Kick. It was a yeah. fa- it was a free it was kick. T. T took that one, yeah. Yeah, T yep. took that one, and, and it, it just missed narrowly just missed, missed by such a I. It was about to go into like the top corner, and I was off for a bit, so I got to like watch the curve. And we were so excited. We were said, so excited. If it had gone in, I was on the bench at the time, and I'm like, Gertie, if this goes in, we're not allowed to run on the pitch, are we? She's yeah. like, yeah, you're not, but stuff it. Let's all run on. It's our first goal. <laughs> but anyway, it didn't go in. Yeah, it didn't, sadly. But I don't know. It was nice to have a couple of shots on goal and have, like, the potential to do something with them because, obviously, that's a really good team that we were playing. They were great. Um and they were a great attacking team, like the way they moved around in the attacking forward, like moved positions and got us out of shape was really well done. But I think the positive or the flip side of that was that how many times did we take it up the pitch? Did we pass yeah. it through the centre? Like there's a lot more of that going on, which I think is really positive. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, the way they play through the midfield and attack with like the quick passes and obviously Maria is incredibly fast they have a couple of incredibly fast players who just like run onto it and but the way they pass is incredible and I think marking players and doing that kind of communication was incredibly helpful for us and it was a notable improvement to where we've been a couple of weeks ago and it directly counted the like tight fast plays that they were doing which was cool it was nice to see yeah, and when we could get it up, obviously, it was really awesome that we had a couple of a couple of chances, even if they didn't, you know, end up in goals. But it was it was probably the closest we've been to scoring a goal. I agree. I yeah, I thought we were going to score. Yeah, I was. Oh well, next week. Cautiously optimistic. Yes, <laughs> next week. I don't know who we're playing next week, but we'll definitely be in the next week. Yeah. Well. Unfortunate to lose by such a margin, but it is exciting to hear the progress with Day 3 and every time that we have a double home game or there's an opportunity to, to watch, I can definitely see that. I think everyone can see that, that the work that's being done in training is translating on the pitch. So it is only a matter of time. And as you say, Ella, that's, you know, they're one of the standout teams in the comp. So, you know, the result matters less than it being a, a, a canvas to show what you can do and you're doing that 
So when other teams come along that it's um, uh, a better prospect for a result, so confident that in the second half of the season, you'll be able to to get one. All right. Next week. Hopefully next week. Yep. Definitely next week. Definitely. (laughs) If everyone comes to training. (laughs) Everybody turn off to training. Yeah, we've got to be really focused. We're not allowed to talk in the warm-up next week. We've got to be so focused because we're going to (laughs) win. Exactly. And maybe we'll have subs this time. You know, having subs this game, very useful, very fun. I enjoyed not being on the pitch for 90 minutes. Um, (laughs) it It was very enjoyable. Yeah, it was a full squad, wasn't it? 17. Yeah. 17. 17. 17. I got to see people I haven't seen in months. That was very exciting. <laughs> Please edit that out. That. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like an asshole. <laughs> Clearly, you've been there every week. <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we'll move on on to the State 2 game. State 2. Played Berwick away from home. Uh, last time we played them, it was an 8-0 win. Things didn't go quite as smoothly this time. Heather, talk us through it. Oh, man. I think you might have asked me to come on this episode as punishment, Taryn. Because no! I, I personally personally feel that at least one, if not both, goals against us were my fault. <laughs> but... Um, I will I will take it on the chin and do the recap anyway. Um, yeah, so I wasn't there actually when we won eight nil. I think I was overseas for that one, but um, we ended up with a two all draw this time, which we were definitely I think disappointed in that result because Barrick um was bottom of the ladder. I don't did they have any points going in? They had one. They had one. Yeah. So and you know for context, uh, we'd been on a bit of a losing streak I think we were really hopeful that um we could you know get a win get back uh sort of turn turn our um momentum around and that this would be the game to do it um you know like a lot of teams I think we've been dealing with injuries and travel and not having maybe the um every player in the right position and it seemed like we were sort of everything was aligning looking up um so yeah we didn't end up with the win this past weekend but um hopefully next weekend um to recap the game I hear this a lot on the podcast and I'm kind of the same where I remember some things very vividly I I don't remember huge other you know 15 minute chunks of the game at all I don't know who scored the second goal for us um but I'll, I'll do my best and Taryn you can fill in the blanks um so I think we started okay, but not, you know, uh, really strong. I think that's kind of like par for the course for us. We kind of take a little bit of time to get into the get into the game, but I think we felt confident that, you know, we could do well this particular game. So um, it was all kind of going okay. Um, we ended up scoring first off of a corner, and I think it was Candles who got that one in. Um, it was a yes. little anticlimactic just because like I couldn't really tell if it had gone in it weren't you couldn't tell if the keeper had saved it in the end or if it had crossed the line but it did cross the line and um we were very pleased to be on the scoreboard candles Um, candles sent me a message uh saying that it had been attributed as an own goal and she was very upset by it oh no poor candles and that's so annoying corner that the keeper kind of had and then kind of spilled and then yeah so it got attributed as an own goal should have been candles got though hashtag justice for candles justice for candles justice for candles that's tragic we'll start a collection for her um so i one thing i definitely did notice was that as soon as we scored they came out really um upping the intensity um barrack did Whereas we didn't necessarily, like we had just scored, we should have had all of the um, like momentum on our side. And yet it felt like they were really looking to equalize right away. Um, I think we held them off. I think we ended the first half one nil up and then um, they ended up scoring about 15 minutes or so into the second half. And this is Dutchie. I'm just, I'm so ashamed as a center back. I just, I made the rookie rookie mistake of not tracking back my player 
kind of assuming <laughs> that the play would peter out, not really sprinting to get back. And um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they ended up uh, cutting the ball back to the person who I was like, I don't know, two or three steps behind and she just kicked it in and I was like, devastated oh that, um, that 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 really was yeah my mistake so apologies to all of the state too um yeah I don't know how we scored the second goal Taryn do you know it was a lovely flowing passing move where it was about a chain of five or six passes um lots of players were involved I believe Luce was involved um it fell at the feet of Grace and it was never in doubt. It was <laughs> Grace on the penalty spot in front of goals. It went in. <laughs> so <laughs> I good. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, so that's I, I don't remember familiar. everyone that was involved in this, mm. but it was it was five or six passes defeat that just sliced them open. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a lovely it was a lovely goal. Yeah, that's that sounds so nice. And I wish the game had ended then. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I think there was a mix of things happening. If I like reflect on the game, um, it the pitch was really muddy, and there were some really bad bounces. Like I seem to recall, like a ball was coming straight to me, and I lifted my foot up to trap it, and it just flew right under my foot because I think <laughs> the the wet ground, like you know, the, it didn't bounce as you were expecting it to. So there was like a couple of times when those things kind of happened or you hit a pass and the ball was really slow to get there, that sort of thing. Um, but I also think like we weren't communicating that well. Um, there were a couple of times when our own players ran into each other. Uh, like I would say that happened three times at least. <laughs> and that's always really embarrassing when that happens. And I think it's just, it it did reflect the fact that we weren't communicating that well, calling for the ball, you know, um, being, I don't want to, well, maybe like aggressive is the right word and, and trying to win the ball every time. Like, I think, I think we could have just upped the intensity even like 10% on our end and it would have been a different game. And I'm not really sure, um, you know, like where that lack of energy comes from sometimes, but maybe sometimes it's just like a vibe that, you know, as you guys were saying, the vibe in the change room at the start of a game, like if you don't have that, that um yeah that that energy in the beginning it's really hard to to build it up over you know when you're on the pitch um I think the second goal happened maybe um Barrick's second goal in like the last 15 or 20 minutes um they just the ball came through to their striker who I was marking but she was much much faster than me so I just never caught up with her and she crossed it um, and one of her teammates put it in. It was it was a really nice goal, but obviously we were not happy to see it. Um, and I think we really did, you know, do our best in those last 15 or 20 minutes to to get one more in. And we had plenty of shots on goal, a lot of um, a lot of possession and like time up in front of their goal. But we just we never got got the third goal in. So we ended up um, to all and, you know feeling feeling not that great about it but yeah keen to hear Taryn's thoughts now I will say it is never an individual's fault so don't be upset as an individual if you never made a mistake you would be training with the Matildas in Bandura right now so uh, well that's incorrect you would be training with you you'd be in New Zealand actually <laughs> <laughs> You specifically right. would be in New Zealand. Where, where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't want anyone who rocks up and pays a rego fee to play at the Yarra Jets to be like, wow, I've done a terrible thing by making an individual error. I mean, that's that's going to happen. <laughs> like, I, I totally agree. Mistakes are human. We all make mistakes. But I feel like there's a difference between making a mistake, trying your best and making a mistake, <laughs> and making a lazy mistake. And this was definitely a lazy mistake. But Heather, mistake. you've also yeah. just come back from an ankle injury. Yep. 
you know, yeah, give yourself some, yeah, give yourself, give yourself some, some time. Room. I completely agree. Every <laughs> single goal is on the entire team. If you put that on yourself every time, despite the fact that you're in defense, it is going to be complete hell all the time, just all the time. And you'll feel so horrible and you're really good. You're so good at the game and you don't deserve that. Oh, thanks, Ella. But yeah, no, this time I can say it was me being a bit lazy and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> and it won't happen again. Good. Um, no, look, I was I was quite upset after the game, um, as you can imagine. Like there, there are things, the, the what's and the why's and the how's and everything we'll, we'll, go, we'll go through in training. The, I agree, like the, the vibes were off, like the pitch was, was a bog. I think that there was a little bit of complacency and a little bit of expectation that we would rock up and score. When we didn't score for the first 20 minutes, people started panicking. Like we were so frustrated and angry that it had been 12 minutes and we hadn't scored and just weren't doing the basics right as a result. Then I think compounding that was they had one very pacey player that I think that we struggled to deal with and they had sort of two or three strong defenders that were able to bundle us off the ball. So those two factors combined didn't help. Chloe made a number of really good saves. There was one in the first half that was extraordinary, like unbelievable save. I do not know how she did it. It was was the last kick of the first half as well. So we would have gone into halftime at one all had she not made that save and the game could have been different. Uh, She made a a number of one-on-one saves, which was really, really impressive. Chloe has been amazing this season, I have to say. Yes. Like, yeah, she's had some really um, incredible personal moments. So shout out to Chloe. Yes. Uh, and she did that while being unwell as well, which which made it a little bit more impressive. But, yeah, I just think, you know, sometimes things don't go right. And on another day, you know, like we, we still had more shots, more possession, more, more, more everything as we seem to have a lot of the time. Uh, it was, I think it was something that we can take a lot of heart from is seeing that goal go in that, that goal from grace, that goal would have gone in against any team. It was a wonderfully worked goal. Um, you can say the the first goal was maybe a little bit lucky, sorry, candles, (laughs) but that, that second goal, if we can replicate that every week, we, we score every week, it was perfection. Um, and that's the kind of football that we need to aim to play, um, you know, there there are things that that I'll reflect on in terms of, of making subs and changing people's positions around, and um, you know, every game's a learning experience for all of us, including for for me as coach. But uh, yeah, it was, it sucks. It sucks because I think we really wanted it to be a, a kickstarter into the into the the next half of the season. But it's another week of experience. Lan's returned. Our captain. How did she go? Uh, played 45 minutes. Yay. Uh, was was okay. She, you know, there was a few cobwebs to iron out, but she irons it. Like, even, even a rusty Lance is an incredible player. That's, you know, she's, it's Lance, right? Absolutely. So, Lance you know. Lance fan club. Lance yeah. fan club. <laughs> Lance I'm making it club. a thing. I am making it a thing. I will be taking a sign-up sheet to next training. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's one step closer to Lance being able to play 90 again. Heather, it's one step closer for you, for you to be able to play 90 again. So, you know, it's it's like, it'll be fine. It's just disappointing now. And it's still only been 24 hours and it still hurts a little bit. Um, because and I have to say, um, just really quick, Taryn, like you, I think we're too angry to come into the change rooms after the game. <laughs> but it was the worst like deadly silence in the change rooms <laughs> after we had done our cool down and you had kind of yelled at us not yelled at us you said I'm disappointed in you <laughs> which was worse and then you know we started like straggling into the change rooms taking off our boots and stuff and nobody was talking everyone was just like just so sad so I think if anything sometimes those experiences motivate you as well Mm -hmm. because you don't want to feel that way again and we take our football very seriously (laughs) because we're passionate about it we do like we're not the Matildas or the US team but we take it so (laughs) seriously (laughs) 
Breaking news, news alert. We're not the Matildas of the US women's team. <laughs> but we are the Jetties. We're the Jetties. Both the Jetties. And maybe, maybe even better yeah. than the Matildas. We are. The I reckon we have more True. fun. That's for sure. Drop us in, coach. <laughs> just, uh, just call me Tony G. Um, <laughs> we should we should now on the on the note of the coach there was uh i hear there was no sign of remy interactions after the i was last not podcast. i was not interacting with remy after that game there was not i did a silent handshake where i just kind of glowered at him and walked off he like, must, he must not... have been he must have been gloating oh, no, i imagine no i was not <laughs> Not in the mood. I don't. No. He hasn't. He hasn't posted anything on our socials. I don't think there's been any messages come through. No condolence messages or anything like that. No gloating. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I don't think we should mention his name again on the podcast. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead to me. It's all fun and games when you're winning eight nil. But exactly uh... till we beat him again. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Question: uh, Who is Remy? What is our connection to Remy? Oh, you haven't listened to any podcasts. I've listened to a couple of podcasts. Yeah. I don't know who Remy is. Remy's like the only coach out of all the teams that we just have a bit more of a chat about because he interacts with our socials a little bit. And when we were scouting last season, he was a new coach appointed and we kind of Googled him to try and find out who he was. So he's become like this bigger, bigger than he really is. But we just talk about him every now and then because we Excellent. can. Yeah. Excellent. That's we awesome. love Remy. Because yep. his name's Remy Boone, so he's yeah. become a meme. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. And we would love it if he listened to the podcast, but we don't think he does. I don't think he does. No. no. I think the uh, I think the Monash Villarreal coach listens. Shout out to you if you are listening. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well done <laughs> yesterday then. <laughs> well, I'll say. I actually, I would really love it if Very Monash won dodgy. the whole. I, I wish Monash would win the whole um, league. Mm. But um, who are the top teams? Afghan women's team and the other one, which I can't Manningham. think of. Manningham. Manningham. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's who we're playing next week, right? No, no, we're not. We're not no? playing them for a while. Don't worry about them just yet. Oh, it's cool. I no. thought it was. No, next no, week. we've got we've got a few wins. We've got a couple of weeks of wins now, Ella. Okay, good. Saying. Yeah, good. Don't good. stress. I'm stressed. Don't stress. We're all good. <laughs> all right. Well, time heals all wounds, as they say. <laughs> but for both teams, for, both for teams. everyone, for everyone, it hurt. It hurt. This week, time, hurt. time heals all wounds. Um, that that's also a meme. Uh, but I, I, I don't know what it is. So we'll head into our first segment for this week. It is our trivia question segment. Now, I'm going to go first this week because Heather is on the podcast and this question is a bit of a Heather special, all right? It's been specifically designed around Heather. So as a part of my work in the previous week or so, I was asked to write a little listicle about the highest attendances in FIFA Women's World Cup history. Now, asking what the highest attendance is is too easy because it was the 1999 World Cup final, that very famous victory where uh, the US beat China in a penalty shootout and there was you know Brandy Chastain whipped off her shirt. It's that really iconic and Heather, Heather was there. I was there. I was you part of there. history or yeah. history, should I say. Another reason, another reason we want to break that record. <laughs> you were one of the 90,185 people. However, oh, I thought you have me guess. The thing about that game, <laughs> the thing about that game was it was actually a double header. There was actually another game before that one. And was Can that the you... playoff for the third and fourth place? It was correct. Mm. Can you name the two teams that played in that third place playoff? I'm guessing Germany and France. That was very quick. Well, I just All wanted right. to get in before Heather and Ella. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I... you do not need to worry about me. <laughs> yeah, go on. Guess two countries, Ella. See, I'm gonna let Heather have a little I'm, think. I'm... I'm gonna have a little think about 
countries that exist that aren't China or the US. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to rack my memory because I was yeah, 1999. I was 12 years old. I should remember. Um I remember it was ungodly hot and we just were like I mean, pools of sweat. It was so, so hot. And obviously with two games, like we were there all day long um, under the scorching sun. Now you'd think I would remember who played for third and fourth, but <laughs> I really am having a hard time. So this will be a guess as well. Um, I am going to guess Germany and... Brazil. Ella, anything? I'm gonna hit the Norway and Brazil. Go completely out of left Ella. field. Ella. I don't okay. Ella. Did Ella. you Google it, Ella? No. <laughs> Did you Google <laughs> it? No. No? <laughs> no? When we do trivia round, everyone has to have their hands up. The entire time, <laughs> Ella, you it just was got indeed, a point. It was indeed Brazil v Norway. Amazing! Oh man! Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got Ruby's luck. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly, luck of the twins. Oh my god! It's in your DNA. Apparently, oh, I just said uh, Does state three get half a point? State three gets a full point. They get That's, a full point. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, state two. I forgot which team. Yeah, you get for. half. Well, uh, <laughs> are we giving half points? I can give well, a half point. No. Terrence no. Is no. Okay, no. Fine. No. You had to name both teams. You were there. You had the advantage. Okay. Okay. But she was twelve. It's a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was a long time ago. I remember things from when I was twelve. Do you I remember everything? Do you? <laughs> you were I was. Living in Bendigo, <laughs> and I moved to Gosford. Largely all I remember. I don't know. It's two thousand. What was the name of your pet that you had at the time? Millie. It was a dog. She was very cute. Okay, I believe you now. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. All right, Heather, you go next. What's your question for us? Okay. Um, mine is uh similarly themed. Um. As opposed to my country of origin. So um, you know how in FIFA there's the different conferences in different parts of the world. Um, the one that the US plays in is called CONCACAF. Uh, the uh, men's teams in CONCACAF are playing the Gold Cup right now. Um, so I wanted to quiz you guys on, okay, wait, hands up, everyone. <laughs> what does CONCACAF stand for? Okay, the F is football. Can you spell it out? I can spell it out. C-O-N-C-A-C-A-F. Now, I'll give you a very, I'll give you a hint because um, in FIFA, they're all confederations. It's like, geographic different geographic regions they call them different confederations so the c-o-n stands for a confederation so you guys just need to figure out the cacaf yes so this is um the confederation that the u.s team plays in so what does... i reckon i've got no idea but i reckon it's like continental america and something something is it to do with the location or the the parts of North America and Central America? Central America, F something. So you're on the right. You're on the right track. I'm. Yeah. I'm going to help. I'm going to help everyone out. Largely, Ella, also Dutchie. So, I. I think. I think Central America is part of Concacaf because Mexico. Pretty the Gold mm. Cup final every year is USA v Mexico. Like <laughs> pretty much. Okay. So I assume one of the C's is central. Um, like I assume, like it's like, but like cacaf. Like I assume something is Central America, but like where's the North America aspect in con cacaf? That is what I'm confused. That's what I'm trying to rack my brain about. 
I, I may have steered you slightly wrong. I'm just looking at it now. The the <laughs> first the first C does stand for confederation, but not a okay. C O N. Okay, so the first okay, C so it's probably confederation. confederation is of of North North Con Northern Continental America something. Yeah, and Central America Federation, like like North, because yeah. North Central and North Central and something a confederation. North North Central and something America American confederation. So like, getting on confederation of North Central See. and ca- Caribbean Caribbean. Ooh. Federation. Say. That's as close as I'm gonna get. That's as close as I'm gonna get. It's it's very, very close. Um it's the Confederation of North Central America and Caribbean Association football. That was oh. so close. Oh my god. <laughs> you were like... And I I I just asked this trivia question because I just love to say CONCACAF and it always picks <laughs> me up what it stands for um but yeah it's North Central America and the Caribbean incredible are you taking a point for that Sharon it's up to Heather look I will do the honorable thing and give her a half point for that <laughs> okay great <laughs> uh fun fact for anyone listening the U.S. beat Canada in a penalty shootout and they will be playing Panama in the semi-final of the Gold Cup Oh. The men's and what's Mexico boring. doing? Are Mexico up there as well? I assume they're in the other semifinal. I've not, I've not heard. I just, I just mm. came across the American result. Damn Americans taking over my football content. <laughs> it hasn't hit my football content yet. Mm. Ella Everyone tells me it's just beginning, Taryn. <laughs> okay, I have. <laughs> All right, go on, Ella. What's your question for us? I have something which has nothing to do with actual football and instead has something to do with about how well you know your team. Um, Excellent. We all love Chloe. Chloe's been playing for a bajillion years um, and her youngest sister was mentioned on the pod a couple of weeks ago. Um, What's her name? Audrey. Audrey. Yeah. yeah. This was mostly for Heather, to be honest. Actually, no, there's a better one. It's Audrey. <laughs> there's a better one if you can name the middle sister. I know she this. She did used I, to play. Yeah. I know. I know. Let's see if Heather can. I think I know. Yeah, go, Heather. I don't, I don't think I knew that there was a middle sister. I think you were in the team. I think you were in the team with her, Heather. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, didn't you play in our team one season or were you always in the better team? I played in the threes the first two seasons of the You Jets. played in the reserves for State League One? Yeah. I reckon she was in our team that year. Did she play? Yeah, I remember playing <laughs> yeah. with her, Heather, and we were in the same team. Um... <laughs> well, I just... I guess I didn't know she was Chloe's sister. What's her name? <laughs> her name's Vienna. Oh, of course. <laughs> I think and she had a friend. What was her friend's yeah. name? Uh, yeah. Was it Cassie or was it Rosie or was it? I think uh, it was Cassie. Cassie? Maybe. Cassie quit. Was she blonde? No. Uh, um, Gab. Think... It would have been Gabby. Gabby. It was Gabby. It, it was, was Gabby. Gabby. Yeah. Yep. She was from the other football family. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I try. Well, that's embarrassing, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dutchie and I both get a point. Okay. Let yeah, me just add that onto the uh, spreadsheet. Okay. All right, Dutchie, last question. Okay. Now, as we all know, the Matildas are in Melbourne at the moment, and um, I love celebrity spotting. And I haven't been able to spot any of them yet, but I was hoping on the weekend that I would. Now, there was a Matilda player who posted on Instagram on Friday from a bar in Melbourne. Heather, do you know the answer? Ah, oh, well, damn, you I, did I, see I, it. No, I saw the post. Ah, yeah. oh, see, that's just why. No, 
Okay, well, you ask, don't answer. Ask away. I need to redeem which, myself. Okay. Which, well, you don't answer first. Let the others answer. Which bar did she post from and which player was it? I I know. Did you as see well. it as well? I saw it as well. Too easy. Ella? I just did a massive cleanse of all the people I was following on Instagram. So this is incredibly poorly timed, which has come off the back of a six-month period where I didn't have Instagram. So I'm just saying your timing is horrible. Um, Bigger bar and a player. <laughs> Lock and key. Not Sam Kerr. Wait, Taryn, can we split it up so we each get one? Yeah, so you say the player, I'll say the bar. Was it Steph Catley? At yes. Welcome to Thornbury. Very good. Is that why you went to Welcome to Thornbury? I don't know. Were there any? I didn't go, but were there any soccer players there? Oh, I don't know. I feel I like Friday was Friday and Saturday they had a day off because I think some people flew back home and did different things. Is that right? Alex Chidiak went to a bakery. Yes, I saw that. And I think um, Ford went back home. She went back to Sydney because she posted a coffee cup and I Googled which cafe because I was celebrity stalking and it was a place in Sydney. And I'm like, oh, she's clearly gone back home. Yeah, I think I do think they had the weekend off. Yeah. And then they were all at the footy. Like they were at that St Kilda match and yeah. Anyway, I didn't see anyone, unfortunately. There is a team staying at staying in Preston. Is I, it the Matildas? No, it's not the Matildas. Oh. But for the World Cup, there's a team staying in Preston. Which Jamaica team? are staying at Novotel in Preston on Bell Street. Oh, Jamaica. <laughs> I wonder where they're wonder where they're training then. Maybe at uh, um, I think maybe at Disc, Preston Preston Lions home ground. Are they? So they're staying in Preston and, and training at Disc. So if you want to spot Jamaica, go to Darabin International Sports Park, which is very close to us. The same ground where we've played summer sevens. Yes. The Jamaica national team will be training. And if you Incredible. want to stalk the Matildas, talk to Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Who works at Latrobe and has yeah. been stalking them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she has. She has. Oh, she, she has. Yeah. 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 Illegally. <laughs> All right. Do you want the points total? All right, Dutchie, give us an updated points it's total. Karen, you're in the lead with 13.5 points. State twos are coming second with 12. I'm following with 11 points and then state three with nine and guests are on three. Superb. Well, my lead is in jeopardy because this is going to be my right. second last podcast for a little yeah. while. So, And from now on, I'm going to ask the most impossible questions ever that you're never going to get. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to everyone's favorite segment now. As we said earlier, time does keep moving on. Time heals all wounds. And uh, next week we have another game. Dutchy, talk us through our opponents. All right. We'll start with State 2. You guys have got Noble Park United at 3 p.m. at home. Um, now, we beat them last time 1-0, um, and that was away in round three. Now, they're currently fifth on the ladder. We're, we're eighth at the moment, so they are ahead of us. They've had four wins. Um, they beat Maccabi in round one, Clifton Hill in round four, Barton in round six, and then Berwick in round nine. They've had two draws and five losses. They've got a goal difference of negative four, minus four. There wasn't too much on the socials because this is a team that have their socials on TikTok, which I'm not on TikTok, so I couldn't really stalk them. So if someone younger, Ella, are you on TikTok? Um, I'm not. I'm really sorry. I deleted it because yeah. it was very distracting and I do that with social okay. media. Well, I'm not going to join TikTok just so I can stalk um, Noble Park. But if someone wants to look them up, um, it would be good to know what's going on because the interesting thing is they forfeited this week just gone against Doveton. So I don't know why, but whether it was player related or, but it was a forfeit um Doveton took the point so that's all I really got on Noble Park unfortunately they're coming back off a forfeit they might forfeit again depending on what their issues are um so just watch out for that one is there any way of finding out why someone forfeited I don't think so I think it's just I assume like the most likely thing would be player related that's what I that they didn't have the players because I this is their only senior women's team so they wouldn't yep. be able to pull from anywhere else yeah 
Yeah. So they might not have enough players or they might just have 11 on Sunday. So keep that up your sleeve that if we've got lots of subs, let's just run them ragged. Uh, State three, we've got Malvern City and that's away. That's also at 3 p.m. So at Gardner's Park Reserve. Um, We played them in round three and we lost 6-0. They're currently third bottom or seventh on the ladder which means it's us, then Elfington, and then Malvern at the bottom. Now, they've won they've won three games. So they beat us. They beat Melbourne-Serbia in round one. And they hadn't won until yesterday when they beat Melbourne Uni 3-0. Um, so they were pretty pumped about that. But remembering Melbourne Uni have been on this bit of a hiatus where they haven't really been winning and teams have been getting, you know, beating them or drawing with them, which was different to the start of the season. Uh, Malvern have also had a draw. They've had six losses. They've got a goal difference of minus three. Um, their socials, there hasn't been a lot about the women. There's lots about the men, um, mostly game updates. But obviously yesterday they put a story saying they are celebrating their win, which was exciting. Um, and when you think about that, they haven't actually won a game since they played us in round three. So it's been a bit of a while for them. Um one thing I did notice is they had a draw against Elfington several weeks ago. Um, so Elfington's the other team that we think we can beat. Um, and it was a two-all draw where they actually equalised in the 90th minute. So it looks like Elfington were up for most of the game and we're looking to beat them 2-1 and then they scored in the last minute. Um, so I just a bit of a shout out to the state threes, make sure we're at training and make sure we're really focused because I reckon we can give them a run for their money. Um, maybe this is the week that we start to turn some things around and have a win or a draw, but hopefully a win. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, the, the stats are there that I think we could, we could take this game. So let's see what we can do. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Dutchie. Always a pleasure. All right, let's go on to our last segment, the most wholesome segment, and that is our moments of the week, Jetty's related. Ella, you get us underway. What was your moment of the week? Um, I've already mentioned my moment of the week in the game recap. Um, Keely's shot was so awesome. It was so great. It was so beautiful. Um. We had a fun little running joke last year about the fact that Keeley is doomed to miss all of the open goals ever. <laughs> um, uh, and the ones that she would hit would be the most beautiful, ridiculous, stupid ones to ever <laughs> cross the face of the earth. And she she just, only like, scores bangers. She only scores bangers. Um, but this was... Okay, it both furthered that ideal of her absolutely not scoring under any circumstances but it was such a beautiful shot and it almost went in and I was just I was just very one happy that we even got that close um because it's been a while since we got that close um and two it was very exciting to see her have a very good shot against a goal which could potentially be okay I'm gonna shut up now um (laughs) (laughs) yep and to have a shot against a goalie that good and to almost get it in it was almost difficult enough for her to get it in you know under the rules of goal must be slightly slightly uncompromising and (laughs) difficult (laughs) to get in for it to actually go in but it was it was just really nice and it was a turnaround moment for me and my view of the team and how we're doing the season Dutchie what was your moment of the week um, my moment, I've got two, um, and it was also in the game yesterday and partly because I just like rocket and 
last time, I think last week she was my moment of the week as well. And last week it was because we had two offsides, but then she stuffed the offsides up. She caused them. And surprisingly, Gertie decided to give her a runner's striker yesterday. And I was just like, oh, Rocket, don't stuff it up again. You know, stay on side. Anyway, Rocket, like there were two moments and Ella, I can't remember one, but I thought she almost died. She was lying, like she got knocked down and she was just like lying comatose flat on the ground. It was so like, upsetting. It was so I was scary. Laughing so much. Oh yeah, what no, happened? I was laughing on the sidelines too. We were we were in it together. Because like she just barreled forwards and then just suddenly <laughs> fallen on her back. And like it was it was it was wild. Yeah. And then there was another time where it was coming up the pitch and someone's put a through ball through and suddenly rockets just charged through. I've never seen her run so fast. And then she dribbled it up and had a shot at goal. Um, and it was just funny because it was rocket. My other highlight of the week was Nia almost taking out Maria. <laughs> so Maria had dribbled it down into the box. Nia's right on her and they've basically collided like on the goal line and Maria still scored, but they both went down and it was classic like Nia going in, trying to take her out. But Maria had such a good game. She still scored, but it was it was just funny because it was, you know, we know Maria. Nia obviously knows Maria really well. And it was um it was a a bit of a rough, not rough, but you know, really well contested um play. So that was my moment of the week. You did message in the group chat that Maria should look out for her ankles. Yeah, well, Nia week, almost so. took her out. <laughs> Someone should have taken her out a lot earlier, though. She did a lot of damage. <laughs> I bloody annoying think... every time it was Maria. I was like, Maria! <laughs> I honestly think that was the second collision that happened. I think was it? Yeah. there was another collision in midfield where they, I think Nia went for a slide tackle or something, and they just both, again, ended up on the floor. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. It was actually a good matchup, I think, Nia and Maria. Yeah, it was. It was. I think when they know each other as well, you kind of know how hard you can play, and where you they they knew how each other played. Heather, what was your moment? I had kind of a broad moment of the week. Um, it's just about the World Cup coming up. I'm so excited. Um, it feels like it's really close now. Uh, Nia has been sending everyone who bought tickets to the Melbourne Games um their tickets, even though we kind of stuffed that all up, but. I will get my tickets shortly for those. And um, Sim and I just booked our accommodation and flights up to Sydney for the final. And Sam let us all know that we're at capacity to watch the opener game at um, the Terminus, our, our sponsor, shout out to the Terminus in Clifton Hill. Um, so yeah, I'm just like, I can't wait for all of these events. Can't wait to watch the games with the club and just bask in the Women's World Cup. So that's definitely my moment of the week. Nice. Mine is also very broad uh, and a little bit indulgent because I was very grumpy after the game yesterday and we did have some bright moments, but I was not in an emotional state to enjoy the good moments (laughs) because I was so grumpy about everything else that was going on. But you know, as these things go, you know, you're mad for like 10 minutes and then you kind of get over it. And I had, um, I think I was just reminded what a wonderful community and what a what an excellent group of human beings are at the club. You know, people were, were messaging and it was just, I don't know, it was just really nice. People are really supportive of each other in the team and at the club. We really get around each other. We really back each other. And at the end of the day, even when things don't go our way, when it is very frustrating, uh, everyone tries hard and keeps turning up and that's all you can ask. So I think having those moments after having that, 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 uh, that moment after the game to just sort of step back and realize, you know, we are really lucky at the club uh, to have the people that we have and to, hang out with the people that we hang out with every week and you know it is a very special environment so Forza Yarra Jets all right well we'll wrap up the podcast there you can find this podcast on Spotify on Apple Podcasts and on our RSS feed now this is a live update 
of the amount of five-star ratings that we have on Spotify. So we now have 30 ratings, guys. We've hit our goal. But, of course, there is still that rogue that did not rate us five stars. So, in fact, we are 4.9 stars, which truly upsets me to this day. Uh, (laughs) If you have previously rated us on Spotify, can you go back and check and just make sure that, you know, your finger didn't slip and accidentally rate us four stars because... 4.9 4.9 is just is just ugly. Like, I want to be 5 again. Do you know what I mean? I really do. I really do. You can follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at YarraJetsPod. You can follow us on Instagram at uh, YarraJetsWFC. Really good work by Sam on the Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Taryn Hedder. You can follow Dutchie at Fiona Holland. Ella, can we follow you? anywhere um you can i have an instagram uh it is ella underscore burlo which is unspellable good luck excellent (laughs) heather can we follow you anywhere and on Instagram, but I just don't want to get a lot of comments about the U.S. women's team. And how, <laughs> you know, you don't want them to win. So, I mean, positive comments only, please. Um, my Instagram handle is uh, Rosie Glasses, R-O-S-I-E Glasses. But right. also, I I don't ever post. So, enjoy. <laughs> well, follow me. Follow Dutchy. Follow the Arrowjets podcast. Follow Ella and follow Heather on Instagram. I just realized your names like almost rhyme, but they don't quite. That's not how rhyming works, but they sound very similar, Heather and Heather. Only in an Australian accent does my name almost <laughs> rhyme with Ella. <laughs> you know, it's close. I yeah, have, all I right. excuse. All right, Heather. Heather. Thank, thank you. <laughs> That has been us for another podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, and goodbye.